Your website should be the hub of your business. Everything should come in and through your website because you can create all kinds of little pages for people to land on, not just to opt in for something, but then where do you take them next? And then where do you want them to go next? And where do you want them to go next? And each step of the way, you could be building more rapport and relationship with them. And granted, it's one way until they actually come and talk to you. Welcome to the Making Sales Social Podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients, so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Making Sales Social. I'm excited about my guest today, Katrina Sawa, who is an international award-winning speaker, 12-time international best-selling author with, ready for this, 20 books and counting. And she's known as the Jumpstart Your Biz Coach because she helps entrepreneurs make a lot of money doing what they love. Katrina is passionate about finding the holes and opportunities for business owners to monetize more of what they're doing and systematize, you guys know how important that is, and automate more uh, so that they can work less and make more money and hopefully help even more people. Katrina hosts an active mastermind group with highly motivated entrepreneurs who want more, as well as numerous training events, speaking summits, and online giveaways to help others get a jump start fast. Katrina lives in Northern California. Love how beautiful Northern California is. I'll have to visit someday with her husband, Jason, stepdaughter, Riley, and their loving dog, Luna. She loves entertaining, cooking, wine tasting. Perfect. Northern California for wine tasting, that's for sure. And speaking to groups of all sizes on how to make fast cash with consistent revenue generation strategies. Katrina, welcome to Making Sales Social. Yay. Thanks, Bren. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Oh, so excited. Before we jump into what you do to help people monetize better and have more balanced life. Let's love to ask you the one question we ask all our guests, which is what does making sales social mean to you? Well, of course you could go the social media route and I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like we get a lot of sales off of social unless you're doing ads and stuff. So I think personally, it's the relationship that you're building with the person, people that you're talking to. So Personally, I think it's relationships. I'm all about relationship marketing and I've been doing this for years. So that's what I would say. That's great. So in a little defense, we teach people how to start relationships using social. So I love your answer mostly. (laughs) We really actually find that finding those people on social is a great way to start rapport. But I love that you're talking about relationships because that's really what it's about. It's a people to people business. Yeah. Well, you really have to have a good strategy to do social media and getting people. So many people just kind of blurt stuff out there. And so that's not the strategy. You know, you need someone like yourself to show them exactly how to do that effectively online. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are out there doing random acts of social. They are. And it's not, and you're not seeing the results. And so, so, yeah. 
So I love that you're going into the direction of purposeful, right? That's what I'm hearing you say, like when you do this and you talk a lot about how do you systematize your business and automate some things, which you can't automate relationships, but you can automate some things to start those relationships. So talk a little bit about how systematizing your business works and why you go into that direction. Well, when you're talking about sales, right, we have a a customer journey that we take people through. And so they either get to know us online or someone refers them and or they might get on our email newsletter, watch our emails and stuff like that. But the you can automate a lot of things that where they're going to get to know, like, and trust you faster. I can't even tell you how many times I look at someone's website and they don't have any videos of themselves. So videos is the number one thing that you could do to add more deeper connection and immediate like trust connect factor. So if you're not doing videos, not only on social media, but on Almost every page of your website literally should have a video. I mean, I don't know how many videos I have on my website, but it's ridiculous because I want to talk to you on every single step of the way, right? So that's that. the main thing, I think. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know, we truly believe that video is a way to connect human to human. So let, let's talk a little bit. Now, you know, we've got this connection with folks. What are we doing to systematize our process so that we can work less and make more money? Well, a lot of it, again, has to do with your website. In my mind, your website should be the hub of your business. Everything should come in and through your website because you can create all kinds of little pages for people to land on not just to opt in for something, but then where do you take them next? And then where do you want them to go next? And where do you want them to go next? And each step of the way, you could be building more rapport and relationship with them. And granted, it's one way until they actually come and talk to you. But there's so much that can be done with the web pages, the videos, the buttons and the opt-in boxes and the the little things that can make the journey easier for them. Too many people make it hard for people to engage and do stuff and like putting your opt-in box on the very bottom of your website or not having a big old button and just like linking. So I can't even tell you how many times I see words that are supposed to be linked, but there's no underline. It's not blue. It's, it's like the same color font as their websites because they're trying to be cute and matchy matchy. Well, stop it. Make it easy. Make it a blue underlined link. So, I mean, those are the little things I see that can make a big difference. You would be surprised. I I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, That customer journey, one of the things we always say whenever we have a new landing page or we're doing is, you know, go through this. And, you know, was there any point where you had to hesitate to what to do next? If not, let's figure out what we need to do. So I love that. I love that. I love that. So, how do you use this to jumpstart a business? Like you're talking about, you know, kind of getting out there faster. Well, because when you start going marketing, you want to turn the marketing hose on in all the different areas, right? And drive traffic back to your website, ideally, not just have them, you know, hang out on social. Let's get them on the list, right? And get them somewhere into a next step. But when you do that and you don't have your website ready to take all those opt-ins or to really have that person take a bunch of next steps, 
then you're just wasting your time. So we have to do the setup of the business, the structure, the pages, the processes, the auto emails, all that kind of stuff before you turn on the marketing hose. And then of course, where are you marketing? So there's 20 different marketing strategies that I teach because there's so many different options. I mean, social media is just one thing and there's multiple different ways to do social media. So, I mean, I love the speaking and networking route. So I talk about picking a lane, pick a lane. Are you, do you love social media? Great. Spend about 80% of your time there and 10 or 20% of your time on networking and speaking. I love networking and speaking. So I spend 80% of my time there and about 20% of my time on social. I love it. So how do you get started in the networking speaking? Do you go to your local chamber of commerce? Like, what do you do to help (laughs) folks jumpstart their networking and speaking? It depends where they, what kind of business they have. Well, you have, I mean, when I first started my business, I was considering myself a marketing consultant. So I would do the marketing for people. That was 22, 21 years ago. Right. And, and yeah, all I knew about was my local area. So I went to the chambers and I actually joined four different chambers of commerce locally because there's a bunch of them locally, four chambers, a leads group and a, a women's group that was local. And that's all I did was networking and follow up like 15 events a month and follow up like crazy. I was, you have to be good at the follow up. And then I would get enough clients and, you know, move on. But then three years into the business is when I learned, oh, I can do stuff online. And so I had to, you just don't know what you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, the local area, today I don't network in the chambers at all because most, generally speaking, the chambers are not thinking big enough for where I am in my business now. But for a local handyman or a massage therapist, yes, they're perfect because those are the local people that are going to hire you, right? So most of the people that are listening right now are um, professional sales, account managers, bigger complex deals, or even sales leaders. So how would you take networking to that next level for them? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're already well-established in your business, you're not going to go to your local networking group and like, hey, I'm looking for clients. You know, you're not going to do that necessarily. So it's more deeper networking, maybe with private messaging on LinkedIn and connecting or looking for referral sources and joint venture partners and that kind of thing. Um, So it, it might be reaching out direct, I call it direct marketing with the types of people who can either be good referral sources or ideal clients for you. Um, You may not be hanging out in your local networking group, but there might be associations that might have a good value for you to network in. Um, It's different for everybody, I think. I mean, I'm still 22 years in my business. I'm, I'm still networking like crazy, mostly women business organizations. Not that I don't work with men, but they don't usually like to be told what to do. So... I like to tell people what to do to get more money coming in. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about systematizing the follow-up. What do you do? So, cause you said it really comes down to follow up, follow up, follow up. What do you do to create a system to make sure you're doing that well? Right. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. 
Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Well, follow-up is more than just email and most people just do email, right? It used to be, and some people will pick up the phone. If you're a sales professional, then you're used to picking up the phone. Hopefully uh, that's how it works, right? So phone and email is good, but the next step of that is go back to direct mail. A lot of people have given up on direct mail because of social media, and but I'm telling you, it still works. I still do it today. I still do direct mail. Um, and so then you have to think, okay, what do I do on my website to get someone's mailing address, right? So you get more contact these days. You want to get the full contact information, the phone number, the email. You got to do all the things, plus the private message now on social media, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn. So you want to... Me- follow up in so many more different ways than it than back in the day, right? There's just so how do you systematize that? Like what do you do? I meet them at an association. They're a really good prospect, but they don't know it. Um, you know, we've had wonderful rapport building moments. I haven't really started to talk about how I can help them. What would you do next? Well, I mean there's all kinds of ways to systematize getting the contact information into your CRM if you're talking about that and pre-writing emails. So a lot of times I go to events or have exhibitor booths or speak at an event and I'll get like a hundred different contacts. And so to automate, you can pass those off to an assistant, number one. So you don't have to enter all those because some people really think they do. They have to do it. So you have an assistant who enters them in or there's scanners that do certain things too, but those aren't always reliable. Um, and, you know, for one of the things we do, we build a page on my website and it's a hidden page, a backend internal page where my assistant goes to enter all that stuff. And so then she doesn't have to just enter them in as a co- new contact. It actually gets tagged with the pre-written email that's already ready to go. So there's systems that you can do that way and utilize the um I love that. I think that's pages. great. And then do you put tasks in, like we sent this email, now go make a phone call? or yep. send it. Depending on your CRM and how complicated, you know, you want it, not complicated, but how intricate you want it to be. Um, a lot of times too, I mean, back in the day, I used to call every single person myself. Um, that was when I was meeting maybe 20 to 30 people a month or something like that. But now it's more in the hundreds of people a month. And mm-hmm. I, you, you know, it's almost physically impossible to do that. So there are places now where you can voice broadcast uh, a, a message and it it does sound like you're leaving someone a message. I mean, you're not going to be able to say, uh, hi, Brand. I'm following up. You can say, hey, I'm following up from the event. I just wanted to let you know this and may- make sure you look in your spam or trash folder for my email. You have to say that these days. And so you save this voicemail and you send it out to a thousand people or, or the hundreds of people that you're meeting and you could send voice. So that's more of a systematized approach. As long as you know how to say it in a way that it still sounds really personal. I say there's nothing wrong with a voicemail blast like that to reach more people faster, you know? That's Where is the way. line? And, you know, this is the biggest conversation we're having around ChatGPT and automating things to sound like you and all those things. Where is the line between, I mean, everyone expects a mass email that like, there's no 
yeah, you inserted my name with a little field that had brackets in first, right? I know yeah. you did that. Right. We don't expect that in a voicemail. How do, where is the line between, are we trying to fake them out by say, think, making them think it was really us versus, hey, I'm sending this voicemail as a follow-up to, I sent an email, but make it real clear that it wasn't 100% personal. Yeah. Or is it okay to pretend a little? I I don't know that I pretend. I just don't share that this is going out to the masses. I'm telling everybody, you know, um, I think it depends on each person. They can, you can do whatever you want. You know, you can say whatever you want in that video. If you feel better about saying like, hey, I didn't have time to call everybody individually. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that. Da, 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 da. If you want to say that, great. If you don't want to say that, I don't think it matters. I mean, I think okay. it's being efficient. If someone asks me and say, oh, I loved your message, people will say, thank you for calling me. I'm like, oh, well, technically it was like a recording, but, uh, you know, I don't mind telling people because okay. I'm all about efficiency and productivity too, getting more done, reaching more people as much as humanly possible, because that's how you make more money is you have to get in front of more people. If you're only talking to a dozen people every month, you're not making that much money unless you're selling something for $40,000, right? You know, it's interesting because you're th there's this balance, right? There's this balance between AI and automation and authenticity. And we're always walking this fine line because um, we're, you know, we're using ChatGPT to write content. You're like, well, isn't it your own content? Well, yeah, I tell them to go look at all my past content, look at my voice and write content on this. And yeah. it does. And then what I've been doing lately there is I'm like written by ChatGPT, edited by Bryn Tillman. But at one point, I think, I, you know, is it fair to take credit? And so that's why I asked this question because it's it's an interesting fine line. Yeah, so. I honestly, I haven't used ChatGPT or any of those systems too much. I tried it once and did a couple articles and sent it out in my newsletter and said, hey, I tried this out and here's the couple articles that it wrote for me. What do you guys think? And you know, so I was being transparent with and showing them yeah. what came out of it and how they can use it. But I, I don't have a, I, I'm not I, using yeah. it. It's this. just a, I don't think there's a problem using it. Use it if you want to use it. I mean, there's, uh, I mean, the fastest yeah, way you can develop content, the better, frankly. And, yeah. you know, not, nobody's going to buy anything we have off any single article or blog. I mean, it's not, one article or piece of content is not going to make or break your entire sales, you know, funnel. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's just the big debate right now, this whole AI thing. So when I hear voicemail, I'm intrigued and I'm thinking, my goodness, how easy is that? But, you know, my, uh, you know, spidey senses are like, is this fitting under a gray hat, white hat? You know, like, where is that? And it's just the time. It's still me. It's still me talking, you know, and that's true. It's still and me reaching out. I just don't have time to call and tell the same thing to every person. Right. So yes. I think it's an efficient way to get a message to people. And, you know, a, I would say 90% of your emails are going into spam or trash. So you have to reach out in other ways to tell people to go look there and pull it out, right? And go check yeah. and see what, they, what you wrote, right? Okay, so I'm if so you're not doing that, I think you're missing out on tons of people. I get really good open yeah. rates now because I'm doing that. Okay. I'm sold. And I like that you said, like, if I had just been calling, I would have been saying the same thing anyway. I mean, I would. Right. Okay. 
So I'm in. Yeah. It's just, this is like the hot debate right now, but I, I, you sold me on that one. I'm in. Yeah. I think that's awesome. All, All right. Well, this was great. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have? Oh gosh. I don't know. One of the things I see all the time is people are settling and for not making enough money and maybe they just don't know what they don't know and don't settle. I mean, I I don't want you, if you haven't even made a hundred thousand dollars a year in your business, I don't want you to have a goal of a million. That's kind of an unrealistic expectation, right? But I want you to stretch. I want people to stretch for a higher goal and then figure out maybe what you're selling. You could raise your rates. So Mm -hmm. think about the money a little bit more and think about what your value is and your charging and really kind of nudge it up if you can, like leave it up if you can. Mm -hmm. That's the way you're going to make a lot more money faster. And I'm super passionate about that because too many entrepreneurs are just not making enough money and they're working so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And and the way you can look at it is, you know, the, the more you're out there, the more people you're helping. So if you really believe that what you're doing is having an impact, you want more people, not just for the money, even for the impact. So a little bit of both. So I I love that. I heard a little rumor that you have some free trainings that you're offering folks. I do. I have some lots of free trainings. I mean, I've been doing this for many years. So like I have one on what you should do on your website, because I can't even tell you how many people will listen to it and go, oh my God, I had no idea. Like I have 10 things I need to add to my website. So there's one on that. There's one on the eight secrets to a consistent money-making business. There's a productivity checklist on my trainings page that is so good. It's like 43 things you want to do in your, all in your productivity and your technology stuff. So yeah, I mean, you just go to the free trainings page, pick a couple things and yeah. Okay, so that's jumpstartyourbiznow.com slash free trainings. It's that. Yep. There's a biz quiz there. You can find out what's missing to really making more money. It's uh, I like to be a resource. I, I'm all about free first, then pay. What are you going to, you know, come experience some stuff for free. And then if you're interested, let's talk. Yeah, right? you're, you're earning the business. And I love that. Exactly. That's great. Well, what a pleasure getting to know you, Katrina. Thank you for all of your insights. I know so many of our folks are going to get a lot of like just great takeaways from kind of how to jumpstart their business, make it uh, grow faster. Uh, so thank you very much for being our guest. Thank you. So guys, when you're out and about, don't forget to make your sales social. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.